0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Red Pill Cartel. I am your honorable host, Davey Wavy, and you are my cartel. I have today for you the most beautiful redhead on the planet, Ms. Pepper Rose, and I have my really good friend, Nico Polizzi, from Upstate Unconventional Podcast, on the show today for uh, a crazy conversation that was just so much fun to have i'm very honored to have both of them on here and they are you know beautiful people and we just had like a a fun time discussing crazy shit like astral projection and healing and ayurveda uh like alternative medicine and career changes career paths and all these other things that You're probably going to enjoy, and we joked around so much and had a a ton of laughs, and we just had a ton of fun doing this one, so buckle up guys, smoke a dupe, drink a beer, do what you got to do, relax, and as always, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Red Pill Cartel. I have uh two lovely assholes from upstate New York here. I got <laughs> the beautiful pepper, pepper
1: rose, and I
0: have the sexy teacher, Nico Polizzi, from Upstate Unconventional. How are you guys doing tonight?
1: Doing great, man. Glad to be back. <laughs> Thank Keep you. Keep firing assholes. <laughs> How many assholes are on this ship anyway?
0: <laughs> Yo. <laughs> it's funny because we talked we were talking about uh space balls the other day at work like yesterday. So funny. And I was like, I was in the lunchroom and I screamed over to my buddy. I'm like, keep firing
2: assholes. <laughs> <laughs> we always say that. It's like how many assholes are on this phone call to us <laughs> tonight? So uh
0: I don't think Nico needs uh, any kind of introduction, you know, he's got his uh, awesome podcast and he inspired me to start my own, so he's Hmm. always going to be a brother for me, Um, as much as an asshole as he is. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Pepper, uh, tell me a little bit, tell the audience a little bit about what you do.
2: Well, I have a interesting little background. Um, right now, I guess you know I'm more into like my Instagram presence and stuff like that, which is seems sort of superficial, but. Um... I have a yoga background. Um, I'm actually a trained yoga therapist, and I have a pretty rich Ayurvedic background as well. And I'm just very much into spirituality and uh, health and well- wellness, really. I mean, that's kind of like my whole jam, you know? So, cool. yeah.
0: And did you – have you monetized um, anything to do with Ayurvedic? Ayurveda? What's the, what's the singular – Ayurveda. Uh, Ayurveda, Ayurveda.
2: Yeah. You know, I wanted to become an Ayurvedic uh, health counselor. Um, I just never got to it. Maybe one day. Um, but no, I haven't really gotten to the point where I had clients for that. I dabbled in it, um, in part of my yoga therapy sessions and stuff like that, um, uh, when we talked about nutrition and sort of guiding people in that direction. But as far as just an Ayurveda counselor, no. Um, but down the road, I really would love to pursue that.
0: Cool. I'm sure like, um, Nico has taken some tips from you. Have you done oh, Nico? Correct. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> cool and like scraping my tongue every morning (laughs) just the
0: fact that like uh pepper you were on his show a couple times uh, if i'm not mistaken yeah Uh, uh, i'm sure it. the words getting out there about what what it is that you do and what people can do to improve themselves
2: yeah i i think it's really important you know just little things that you can do to just make yourself feel a little bit better i think it's really important you know it's not about like I, I'm not all about like the cold turkey stuff. Like you have to do this and just boom, you know, it's like just little things that can just make your life a little bit better make you feel a little bit better. I think it's really important to do and just create that positivity. You know, oh, so much shit is going down. Right. So it's like anything you can do to make yourself just feel a little bit better. I think is so important mentally.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Anything you can do to um, <clears throat> be a better person around other people as well. Cause if you're, if you're feeling like shit, yeah, You're, that's gonna that's gonna come off to other people. You know what I mean? It's gonna it's gonna impact other people negatively. Um, yeah. So, the, like, the better that you can improve yourself, and the better that you feel, the better you can be a, a, a more positive person and impact other people's lives or inspire other people to do uh, positive things. Right. So yeah, that's how I look. At it. Exactly.
2: And and you know, I think it's really important because. Every, I feel like I don't, I don't know one person who hasn't had at least a little bout of depression in the past couple of years. Right. So it's like, I, I'm not perfect by any means. And there was a point in my life when I was really down and, you know, I, everyone would say to me, Oh, just do yoga. Just, do, and now I've been doing this for years. Right. And that is the last thing my body and mind wanted to do. It's of like, course. you can't, you can't just take advice from just a bunch of people like oh just do yoga just sit there and meditate when that's like literally the last freaking thing you feel like doing and just like people that you know think they have to exercise every day it's like take a break you have to listen to your body so what I love about Ayurveda it's like these little small things that you can do that really are so heavily impactful like tongue scraping like drinking you know lemon water in the morning it's like You know, you don't have to go crazy. So that's what I like about it. And then eventually, you know, you can get into things that, you know, a little bit more powerful. But for me, it's like these small steps. They make a big difference.
0: Absolutely. Oh, the tongue scraping thing is amazing. Like I bought one of those uh, scrapers from like uh, the pharmacy or whatever. And Mm -hmm. if you haven't done it in a while, you're just like, holy shit, I could taste everything.
2: It's nasty, right?
0: <laughs> shit that comes off, it's like I
2: know. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's so gross. But after after doing it, it's still, it's just like wow, I can taste things so much so much better, like all the details and the and the, the flavors and everything,
2: right? Yeah, and you can't then after you do it, it's like you can't not do it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like you know what the what kind of shit builds up on your tongue and you're like, no, I need I need to do this
0: for sure ayurveda comes from uh india does
2: it not yes yeah 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 it's a hindu um you know deeply rooted in the hindu religion too but um it's yeah it's great i mean it's way over five thousand years old the whole practice of it so um, and 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 this
0: is something that you know big pharma would say no don't do that you know
2: of course yeah (laughs) of course yeah they don't want you to heal don't you dare walk outside
1: without shoes on Right, right.
2: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> it's unbelievable to me how they just manipulated everybody, like, on this planet. Not everybody, but you know, the masses to, you know, take your pills, you know?
2: I know. It's it, really scary.
1: It really is a spiritual war. You know, it, it sounds yeah. silly to like people that don't understand that, but just the fact that they like convince people that oh you need we have this one you know trick that will fix everything and it's like once you realize that pill causes 18 other problems that they have 18 other pills for it's you just see the vicious cycle it is and it's no one wants to talk about the fact that we can kind of heal ourselves and we really I'm not saying there's not a place for some stuff but you really can change your life and just take preventative measures to better yourself you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. Um have any of have either of you had uh any um out of body experiences? What was that? Have i d I've either of you have any had any um out of body experiences at all?
1: I uh-huh. think I have. <laughs> for sure. I think I've told you maybe about some of them, Dave, but I can get back going to them a little bit. I don't I don't know if you have.
0: Uh, maybe uh not like the, the degree that I had, like, I re- I've had astral, astral projection happen to me, like, a few times. Oh, wow. And, uh, but anyway, th- uh, the point that I'm making with that is, uh, there's this one song that, from this, uh, I wouldn't call them death metal, but they're pretty friggin' heavy. Uh, but they have a song called uh, Esoteric Surgery. And uh, basically, like, the chorus of the song is saying... Um, um if we astral project we can heal ourselves in the spiritual realm and bring it back to our body and heal our bodies that's basically what the song is about wow and i was like researching that i was like can we actually do that like i know we can astral project but where does the healing factor come in i guess it's like um there was, uh, I heard another podcast the other day, uh, shout out to my Third Eye podcast, and they were talking about DMT trips. And um, the one gentleman he had on, I forget his name, uh, sorry about that, but uh, he said when he went on his DMT trip, he had back problems before he went in. And when he went in there, he met this being, this uh, spirit. And it was like, it basically said to him, oh, you have back problems. And they touched his back. And when he got out of the trip, he felt this warm sensation on his back and his back problems were gone. Wow. Yeah, it just fucking blew my mind, dude.
2: That's really cool. You know, you can heal yourself through meditation, too. And if you get really deep into it. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of like the same concept, I believe. Um, he probably what, tapped yeah. into that,
0: uh, into yeah. chakras, uh, in, a, in a roundabout way through uh, drugs, right?
2: I mean, I... Nico, what were your out-of-body experiences? Like, have you experienced?
1: Not like that, but I've just had very kind of brief moments where I'm pretty sure, like, it kind of went between uh, sleep paralysis and out-of-body stuff, but. Oh, I you and your you
0: story about you and your dog, right?
1: Yeah, right. I, ah. I did my first episode on that, but it was just bizarre. I was sitting on the couch and I just kind of zoned out. And all of a sudden, I saw this uh, window pop up, like, in my head. It was like I was sitting in the backseat of a car, and I kept seeing all these scenes. Like, I'd see a city or a park or whatever. And then as soon as I consciously said, like, what it was I was looking at, it would disappear. And after a couple times, I saw my dog laying out in a yard. And as soon as I made eye contact with him, he he looked up in this, like dream spirit world whatever and then he woke up in real life right next to me on the floor and it just like freaked me the hell out and then it happened again so the first time i was like okay that was weird whatever and then i went back into it and then it happened a second time this time i saw him sitting on like a patio i have no clue whose patio this was and same thing i like looked at him made eye contact with him in this through this window and he popped up again, and then I was like, "I'm done. I'm going up to bed. I'm not doing this anymore."
2: That's <laughs> wild. It, that it, is wild.
1: It was so weird because, and the crazy thing too with that one that I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned, but I think I forgot to mention in the last couple of times I've told that is, when that happened, it like I know for a fact it was around ten o'clock when I kind of dozed off or whatever, mm. and it felt like five minutes. I, I was fully aware of everything around me could hear everyone in the room and then when I after that second time it happened I looked at my clock and it was like 12 15 so like wow. I think there was a little bit of like lost time there too it was very wow. bizarre that's crazy
0: you're like oh. a like a crazy trance
1: right it, I, I don't even know how to explain okay. it it just it happened I didn't try to make it happen it just did because like I've tried to do astral projection before in like you know, just going to bed and like kind of prepping. Cause I used to do a lot of lucid dreaming and things like that. And when you put your mind to it, I've noticed it never really happens, but it's happened a few times where I'll just go to sleep, usually when I'm completely exhausted. And then it's just like you take off and it's, it's the most, yeah. Exhausting.
0: It's the same thing for me. When I, when I do what I, not, I wouldn't say do, but when astral projection happens to me, I'm always completely exhausted when it happens. Mm -hmm. and it's not like I really try to do it it just kind of happens I mean it seems to me like when if I'm looking at my pineal gland with my eyes closed like you kind of cross your eyes
1: Mm
0: -hmm. have your eyes closed there's if you focus on that there's some kind of vibration that happens in your body that takes over and then it just happens like for it feels me, like
1: turbulence I'm on an airplane. That's-
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Dude, crazy. That's like, you hit the nail on the head with that. It's like, almost like everything's rumbling,
1: mm-hmm.
0: d- 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 vibrating like super fast. And and then all of a sudden, that's it. You're lifting out of your body. Like, your spirit's lifting out of your body.
2: Whoa, that sounds nuts.
0: Yeah, yeah. and it's it's terrifying at first when you don't that know
1: sounds
2: what the yeah going on.
1: Yeah, it's it yeah. terrifying, happen. yeah. I've had wow. that happen a few times where I'm like in, I would say like takeoff and then something <clears after throat> that snaps me out of it. But it, again, it's always like when I'm like dead exhausted, you know, I just lay down and yeah. it's like, it just takes over. So it I don't know if it's just like, like the veil is thin at that point or like you're, you're just I kind of drifting so. in between and it just takes over you. It's really insane. Yeah. That and when the, you're, yeah, go ahead, Dave. Sorry.
0: Sorry, go ahead. No Pepper, have you had anything like that happen or no?
2: I've had out-of-body experiences, but they've been very calm and peaceful. (laughs) I've never had anything that felt. That sounds terrifying to me um, and quite jarring. But mine were more during, um, like after a yoga practice, during um, what what you call the corpse pose when you're laying there at the end of your practice in Shavasana. Um, and you just sort of your whole body relaxes it cause you're doing, you, you're done doing like this intense yoga practice and there's nothing better than laying down after that into this pose. And that's sort of when I've drifted off. So like I'm there, but I'm not there. So I feel like that's sort of what the only thing I can kind of relate to like an out of body experience where like I've seen myself laying there and I feel like that's where kind of the healing can go with me. um, Because, you know, my spirit is literally in a different place than my body. I know it is, you know, and but it's a very calming, peaceful, loving feeling. So I haven't had anything scary, I have to say like that.
0: Yeah, mine (laughs) was uh, absolutely terrifying. Like, I'll
1: tell the story again. I
0: think I Did I tell you this story on your show, uh, Nico, the first time we met?
1: Yeah, you went into it a little bit. And I know you went into it on Janet's show too, but I want to hear it again.
0: Okay, so basically I was – we just came off of like a five-hour drive because we went to visit my brother in Ottawa for – Christmas. it was Christmas Day too. We were driving on Christmas Eve and we made it there for Christmas morning. And my dad and I were so tired and we opened up gifts and everything. And then after that, my dad and I were like bagged. So we just went down and slept on the, the pullout couch. Um, but before all this, I had uh, conversed with an older friend of mine who was taking philosophy, philosophy course in high school. And his, uh, his um, teacher was basically telling people about astral projection in that class and saying, you know, if you, if you picture a beam of light from the, from the middle of your forehead, which I'm assuming is the pineal gland uh, down to the tips of your feet while you're lying down, you're, you can ask, your soul will come out of your body and you can travel around. Right. So mm-hmm. he told me that story and I was like, Whoa, it's fucked up. And I was like 13, right? 13, 14. So mm-hmm. That kind of blew my mind a little bit. And so for some reason, when I was lying down on the bed that that day, that morning, I pictured the beam of light. It just that conversation came back to me. And sure enough, this beam of light went from my forehead to my tips of my toes. And everything just went and opened up. And all of a sudden, my whole body was vibrating. And I was lifting out. And I felt like I wasn't I didn't feel like I was actually walking. I was just like floating and I could, all I could hear was my heartbeat and like radio static, like a high pinch, high pitch frequency. And I was like floating and I was moving towards the stairs ahead of me and going up and around the corner. And then all of a sudden I got really scared and I just went (sighs) and went right back in my body and I woke up instantly and I was like terrified. I'm like, what the fuck was that?
2: You know? Yeah. How old were you?
0: I was like 13 or 14.
2: Wow. That's intense. Yeah. Especially for that age. Oh my God. And
0: yeah, and I went upstairs after that and I uh, (laughs) was trying to tell my family because a bunch of my family was there for Christmas dinner, right? And I was just a complete zombie and I was trying to tell my brother and, and my family and I was like, Yo, know, like I just like went out of my body. I think it was terrifying. Yeah. You know, I didn't know how to how to describe it to them, but I knew what happened. Like I, I felt it. Right, wow. it was so real to me. And they were like, "Oh man, you've just been watching too many movies." And they're like oh, laughing. So I'm <laughs> like, "Okay, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm gonna go sit <laughs> on the, the couch, and I'm gonna try to get my mind off of this and watch TV." And that's all I could do for the whole the rest of the night was just trying to watch this movie and I couldn't even enjoy it because I couldn't stop thinking
1: about what happened to me.
2: That's so scary. That's yeah.
1: insane. But you mentioned oh. something that I, I, this happens to me all the time, that radio static, like right before I'm about to have like a lucid dream or some type of sleep paralysis thing or possibly astral projection or whatever I get, I call it like radio chatter. It feels like I'm like, you know, when you're like in between stations on a radio, like an old school one, when you're like dialing it, I've gotten that in my ear and you can't tell what it is. It's just like this, and you kind of hear something. And that, yeah, like when when you go all the way to like
0: either the left or the right on the radio on the dial, and Mm -hmm. you get nothing but like and then like a little bit of like talking in the background, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then exactly that's exactly what I
1: heard. Wow, hear that in my ear right before it happens, and then it's like you're out, you're just in a different world.
2: That's wild. Have you had it since, Dave?
1: Yes, I've had it like oh. uh, two or three more times.
2: Wow, okay.
0: But I just can't overcome that fear and go further.
2: Yeah. I know. It's,
1: I feel like once you, because I've talked like to like New York <clears throat> about this and stuff. Like, so have I. Once, once you um, cross that point, it's like you've gone into the abyss. It's like, obviously, you'll come back, but you're not going to be the same after you do that. I feel like, you know,
0: well, yeah, yeah. That's what I was telling you on, on your show like that. Mm -hmm. And you titled it, uh, you know, uh, plant, uh, what was it? Uh, Seeds for planting paranormal seeds for spiritual growth. And that's what happened to me when I was 13. And that happened to me. Uh, I knew then and there, like there's more to this world than what we just see.
2: Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's such an impressionable age too. Ugh like I feel like so many screwed up things can happen like around like 10 to like 14. I don't know why that that age feels so vulnerable to me. I feel what like what happened so many... to you, Pepper? <laughs> I don't want to talk yeah. about it.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> no, seriously, but... this is where we go. This is where we're going right now.
2: Yeah, I just feel like it's just a weird age for kids, right? Like you're going through puberty and like the hormones are everywhere and you're more vulnerable spiritually to things.
0: Plus, we have less filters on us. I've heard that a lot, you know, like we're not as brainwashed and we're more in tune with the spirit realm when we're younger, right?
2: Yeah, for sure. But it's like this middle ground between being a kid and like growing up. So it's like this kind of like, where am I? What am I doing? What's my purpose? It, whether you know it or not, you know? And so I think you're easily spiritually attacked. Nico, didn't you just have someone on that was talking about they were like 12 and they had like this alien experience and they were like 12? Yes. Or no? See? Oh, is I- that Ron?
1: Yeah, Ron. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Ron. I on my show too. <laughs> yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, Yeah, dude.
2: You know, I just feel like something happens at that age, you know, where things can crack open, you know? Well,
1: I feel like like that's the age where, well, maybe not anymore. I feel like it's much younger now, but it's like, that's the age before you kind of like enter the matrix where stuff is still, you know? So it's like, you're still kind of impressionable. You can still have an imagination. You still haven't been fully indoctrinated into the school system yet. Right. And it's like that's the perfect time for these like what i would call demonic entities to just try to latch onto you and drag you into the matrix almost or yeah i don't know how to quite explain it but it's just like what i said about how like how my family were like oh
0: you're just watching too many movies it's like Mm -hmm. okay well if i could have them here right now the people who said that to me i could ask them what happened to you when you were a child
2: right you know Well, wouldn't you have loved to have heard someone say to you, well, tell me more about that. Like, what do you mean? What happened? Like, it's like, where were you people? Like, that's all I needed when I was, like, going through this, like, scary thing. I just wanted someone to say to me, well, let's talk about that for a second, you know, instead of, like, stuffing it all off, you know?
0: Exactly. And that's why, like, I was, oh, nobody's going to listen to me. Okay, I'm just going to sit here and watch this stupid movie Right. Uh, that makes no sense to me right now. I can't, I couldn't even, I didn't even know what was going on in the movie because I was too focused on what happened to me.
1: Yeah. Right. The fact that it's you just so like left your body.
2: Real. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like,
0: oh, dude, I just left my body and came back. Uh, you guys want to hear about it? No, you're watching too many movies. Oh, fuck off.
2: <laughs> right. Right. You know? And then you know what happens to people like you? You join the Hebrew roots movements. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> you had oh, your welcome, Okay. However. That's another thing Nico and I have in common.
2: I know. That's why I had to bring it up. So Nico and I were talking about it and he told me that you were into this too and I was like, "Wait a minute, I have to ask. How the hell can two I need to know how y'all both get into something like this because to me it seems so in- like absolutely insane." So like I-, I know a little bit about Nico, but I, I just want to hear, like, how you, bo- how this was so tempting to you, too, to like get into something like this. I generally am curious.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I mean, right. uh, I'll I give would... you. Little... Okay, yeah, you go first, Dave. Okay, I'll give you a little bit of a run breakdown. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go too detailed into it because I think people have heard this before. But uh, basically, I was on anti-anxiety medication for about five years. I had health problems. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why I got on it Because I thought I was dying Um, uh, Turns out After that five years I got diagnosed with Crohn's And I realized Oh I'm not dying of cancer Thank God Mm -hmm. I started getting on this crazy Creative spurt I started composing music in my sleep And writing it And creating it And trying to get a little bit of a band together I had a little bit of a thing going But um, I decided to get off of the meds because I felt like a god. I honestly (laughs) felt like I was a god. Like everything was connected. I felt like I was on mushrooms all the time. Like I was connected to everybody. I was like, oh, I met this person because of this. I met this person because of that. And connecting everything from my childhood to now was insane. Right? Then I got off the the, and uh, a month or two after that, I had this uh, epiphany about God. I was like, oh, my God, you really do exist, don't you? And then from then on, I dove into the Bible and I got super religious and dogmatic. Okay. <laughs> yeah, which, is, which was really strange. And it was like a lot of my friends were like, dude, you're, you're fucking nuts, you know? Right. And so I had to kind of keep my distance from them a little bit. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? I really need to find out more about the truth. And then I just, you know, what's this tetragrammaton thing all about? Which is the YHWH or Yahweh or uh, the true name of God. What's the true name of God? I got to find out the true name of God. So once I did that, I went, I found uh, that the name of God was. Uh, Yahuwah, and the son's name was Yahushua, and they interconnect, right? It's the same name, but they interconnect. And I found uh, a guy at work who believed the same thing as me, and he ended up bringing me to uh, synagogue, and I went there once, and then I was still battling all this stuff in my mind, and then I had this dream that, uh, you know, I felt like I was too judgmental uh, towards everyday people that didn't believe what I believed. And I felt there was something wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And so I had a dream one day that very vivid that, uh, I was in an orphanage and there was, uh, that beds on either side of the orphanage were empty. And I, I walked to the end of the hall and there was a man sitting there with a Bible and he looked at me and he said, brother, he held up the Bible. He said, these words can either bind you or free you. The choice is yours. And when I woke up, I said, "Holy shit! I gotta break free from this this bondage that I'm wow. in." Wow,
2: that's, the, the, the that's crazy. That's right crazy.
0: Now it's just like I just take everything that I've learned spiritually from uh, that until now, and I'm still learning, uh, mm-hmm. and not judging people for not believing anything that I that I believe.
2: Right. Wow, that's so, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just amazing because I'm just so curious. It's like I, now I've met two people that got into this and it blows my mind, you know, and I was just so curious as to what's this like what your turning point was. So thank you for explaining. So it's like, you know, it, it's just really interesting. And Nico, yours are just kind of like that too, right? Like a yeah. little bit.
1: And what I was going to say is <clears throat> the Hebrew roots is very like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not deceitful, but it's very like enticing because it, tells you like this is what jesus would have been teaching you know there was no new testament this is this is the true word of god this is what yeshua was teaching and then you dive into it and i had the same thing i was becoming i wasn't spiritual at all i was following rules i was a sheep you know i was like just so strict like oh i can't do this i can't eat shrimp i can't do that meanwhile i was kind of a hypocrite too because i had tattoos already and I'm, like, living this, like, righteous life thinking I'm so righteous, but I'm being an asshole to everyone, you know? Yeah.
2: And
1: it just, I snapped out of it eventually. Yeah, and you feel bitter. You
0: feel bitter. Well, that was
1: the thing. You, people, just like, yeah. you, feel, you feel like you're better than everyone, but, like, at the end of the day, you don't feel any better. You're not spiritually fulfilled. You're not helping anyone out. You're just, like, judging people, like you said, because they're not following the same rules as you, and you're looking down at people. And yeah,
2: that's like the last thing spirituality, is,
1: is. right? But it's a right. polar opposite. Yeah, like the wow. Pe- some of the places that were I was like learning this stuff from because I never went to a church or anything like that. I was, I'll say I was like half ass doing it. I was like into it, but my family thought I was nuts, you know. And then I found out about like all the true roots of like the holidays and all this stuff too. So everything was devil worship to me. I, I yeah, more everything satanic. Yeah, everything is satanic. I wanted nothing to do. I was I was not living in this world. I was standing apart from the world. But it uh what was I gonna say? I lost my train of thought there. Well, what they do is they like they really try to it's like a cult almost, you know? They just teach you that what you're doing is right and the world is going to hate you and everyone's going to think you're crazy. And it's I'm like living my life. I'm like, yeah, everyone thinks I'm crazy. I must be doing it right. And then Mm. like Guess what, Nico? Yeah, it's the same shit now,
2: right? Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say I that. I was yep. just
0: gonna say
2: it, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep.
1: But yeah, and I, almost,
0: I often uh ask people, I think I posted a few posts on Instagram. Like, I kind of feel like I'm in a cult, like, even as a truther, yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel way better than how I was when I was in that dogmatic point of view yeah like, like this is not dogma this is totally different and i feel way more like higher in life instead of like bogged down in a dogma and uh it's almost like i've taken what i've learned about what i've learned uh about all that shit and applied it to my daily life while being free you That's know what i was just
2: gonna say it's because yeah. you're free you know you're free of all the bullshit and you know you can you're above all of it it's yeah. a totally different thing so yeah it's crazy but i you know very similar but i feel like you guys had to go through that to get where you are now we uh, all oh, have yeah, to go yeah. through I
0: like, have no regrets about it yeah
2: right exactly but you have to kind of like learn those hard lessons and be like wow I was a dick or, you know what I mean? Like, like, I can't believe, I believe this, whatever it is, but to get to that more enlightened, like uh, evolution and uh, evolving states, like you have to go through that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's really crazy. You both were into yeah. that.
0: It was honestly, it was a, like a period of suffering.
1: Yeah.
2: I bet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But
1: again, it's like, I kind of, from trying to do all these like rules and live by this uh these laws that were written down it's like i actually found myself and you know and realized i I, because i can't kind of came to the realization that because what always confused me i'm sorry i'm like jumping all over the place was that the 10 commandments are pretty solid like i have a hard time arguing with the 10 commandments and yet then in the very next you know pages there's like all these laws that are just absolutely ridiculous don't eat shrimp send your wife to the other side of the house when she's on her period don't mix the wool with the oh linen god. don't tattoo yeah. yourself beat yeah. your slaves or you know what i mean it's like <laughs> oh my god and all like it kind of came to the realization that like this is like propaganda to keep people under control this isn't you know spiritual in any way whereas i would say the ten commandments are pretty pretty solid set of rules to live by you know don't kill people <laughs> treat people like you want to be treated right and then, then you have this crazy shit on the next page and it's like I don't know but yeah
0: well, I, the thing that killed me was like so okay we 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 can't buy or sell and we can't do anything but read the word of God on the Sabbath day
1: mm-hmm hmm remember that rep that one right nico did you were, you were you
0: practicing that
1: i tried the problem was i worked a lot on saturday so it was like <laughs> i was like in this like struggle and then i was like hating myself for doing it i'm like i should just quit my job you
2: know? <clears throat> oh my god <laughs> i was she telling I was alone. my
1: job yeah exactly i was telling
0: my job oh i can't work on uh saturday it had to be saturday too because mm-hmm. uh, uh, and i even grew this big beard which i'm doing again but uh, <laughs> that's just by choice. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm like, I can't work Saturdays. And they were like, having a hard time with it. I'm like, I'm like, they're like, why? I'm like, it's against my religion, right? And mm-hmm. they, they wouldn't let me. And I'm like, oh, you are fucking Satan, you know? <laughs> 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 that's how I was thinking, you know? That's but
1: uh, I'm so glad I, like, broke free from that shit. And I'm sure you are too, Miku. Yeah, no, I mean, my life improved significantly i mean and it keeps improving every day since getting out of that and it really it wasn't enjoyable you know it just no couldn't you couldn't like just appreciate anything everything was like i'm checking labels on stuff is there shellfish in this is there any pork products i mean i was like a (laughs) dickhead at a restaurant one time because like i ordered a soup i ordered a soup (laughs) And there was, like, bacon in it. And I was like, all right, it didn't was, wasn't labeled with bacon. And it's like, this isn't who I am. I'm, like, a pretty laid-back right. individual for the most part. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That was, like, me. I went from this laid-back, happy-go-lucky guy to this fucking dogmatic Jew that nobody liked. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, also, um, uh, oh, yeah, I, I was having, like, Skype conferences with other believers, and we were, like, doing prayers and like having eating unleavened bread with a little little tiny cup of wine and everything, all that stuff. Wow. Like it was like wild, man.
2: Wow. That's
0: crazy. I the, I, I almost uh I, 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 I ran into had a run in with this cult and I was trying to like bash them. I'm like, you guys are in a cult and this and that. But little did I know that I was in a fucking cult, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like this cult <clears throat> battle. <laughs> the,
2: battle the, mm-hmm. yeah, it's
0: the battle of the cults yeah it's a battle of the cults crazy <laughs> so and then, like, guess. next thing i know i see this cult and they're like pulling one of my friends into it not pulling them in but like making videos like exposing him like he is of the devil and this and that i'm like what the fuck is going on i met this one street preacher who had given up his business he divorced his wife And he, all he did was wear white, and he went into the streets of Toronto. I went with him uh, once, and he is like just preaching on the streets, pissing people off, you know, (laughs) not bringing anybody to Jesus, but fucking totally turning them off because he's just like, "You are in sin, and you must be born again." And blah 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 blah. It's like I look back at it now, and I'm just like, "Wow, that guy was." he was really good to me but at the same time it's like you're fucked yeah right (laughs)
2: wow sounds like a good time (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. what's your religious upbringing pepper
2: oh i was just a good old-fashioned catholic girl um (laughs) that never picked up a bible what Could you wear a skirt the whole nine yards. Are you kidding me? So I went to Catholic school literally from pre-K to like until I was, you know, a senior in high school. So I was a Catholic school girl my whole life. Yep, the whole uniform, the whole didn't nine yards. Go to yards. a Catholic
1: college too.
2: Yeah, it was a Catholic college, but it's not like we we like you know it wasn't like a practicing Catholic college. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't I know nothing about Catholicism. Yeah. <laughs> um literally I was I rebelled against it my whole life um it terrified me and gave me grave anxiety um and yeah it was weird like Nico asked me one time about like bible stuff and I was like I don't know I've never even looked at a bible he's like wait are you Aren't you like Catholic? You Catholic? Like, <laughs> yeah, but like I just never, and even I don't think I even cracked like one of those babies open. I'm not kidding. Like it just wasn't like something that ever like interests me. It just scared me too much, you know? Um, like, but like weird shit happens like throughout my life, like with the Catholic stuff and being, you know, in part of that religion. Like I remember like this weird experience one time. Um, it was like, I was in I think I was like in first or second grade. I want I don't know if it was before or after my holy communion. And um I remember on. my principal like came in with like a nun and was like you know, they called me out of the classroom by myself, you know, just me. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? Right? <laughs> like, oh my God, what I do. Um, and they like bring me into the church and they were like, We chose you to crown the Virgin Mary for May Day. And I was like, terrified. You know, it wasn't like anything where I was like, oh, that's so great. I'm so honored. Like I was like, why me? Like yeah. that's like what I felt like, you know. It was just the weirdest thing and I just I felt used. Like I immediately was like, I'm being used right now. Like I was always suspicious of like that kind of stuff. And yeah, and then it was like the big day came and I had like this Little white dress on with a veil and like a bouquet. Like I was getting married, but I was a six. I mean, and I'm like walking like through the church on like, you know, Sunday mass, and everyone's just loving it. And I'm just petrified, basically. Um, so that sort of was like very interesting and weird to me um, because it wasn't like I was given a choice, you know, it was sort of just like, we have chosen you. And I was like, "Oh, great. you know,
0: I feel good about that
2: or yeah, right? What? It was weird. <laughs> like nothing again, was ever explained to me. I feel like nothing was explained to me. The imagery in the church always scared the living shit out of me, you know, like the stations of the cross, like we have that like in our you know, the Catholic Church, that always scared me going to I, then of course we had to like go to confession <laughs> and like tell the priest our sins is like little kids and it's like i watch too much scooby-doo i mean it's like what do you you know i watch scooby-doo tonight instead of like eating all my meatloaf like what am i gonna say like you know um yeah how, so, how much yeah.
0: sitting are you doing when you're six right
2: right it's it's weird it's weird so i kind of that's sort of like my daddy my daddy touched my pee-pee <laughs> yeah, it's oh, like, oh. Weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like terrifying um but as i got older i actually had a really great experience like a high school experience i actually went to an all girls catholic high school and i loved it i loved it because i wasn't distracted by boys and i didn't have like you know we wore uniforms yeah but like i don't know it was a very empowering place to go And I felt very protected and safe there, but religion, as much as, you know, like we did have to go to like Friday service and stuff, but it wasn't pushed on me. Like I felt like it was like when I was in elementary school, you know, Um, it was a very different experience for me. But yeah, but I always, um, even though it was uh, like my family's Catholic and stuff, we were like the poinsettia, poinsettia Catholics, they would call it. So it's like you just go to church on Christmas, basically, and Easter. That was it. It wasn't like anything where like my, my family went every Sunday. Um, but I always knew inside me there was more and it wasn't this, like I always had, I always knew there were spirits around me and angels around me and like, um, other things around me guiding me through stuff. And, uh, but it wasn't my religion. It was something else. And now I know, you know, as I got older, it's like, okay, this, this is what got me through all this. This is what this was about. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, you you end up more open to the fact that uh, you are being guided through life uh, by uh, an external force, you know?
2: Yeah, exactly. Because there's so many things like that I've gone through as like a young child, and young adult. I'm like, how the hell did I get through that? You know, how am I like a positive person? How did I like, you know, survive these moments? And I'm still like, okay. And I still have I'm still a very positive person, you know, and yeah, there's something inside me that's there that I know that's guiding me, and like, there's like a light, and I can't explain it, but everybody has it, but you just have to be open to it, you know.
0: Hundred mm-hmm. percent. It's like me. I never thought I would be doing a podcast, you know? Right. And then I, I meet Nico, and he's like, asking me, I, he, I, he like, I don't even know Nico, like, wow how i discovered you but we just randomly like
1: followed each other like you yeah up dude under, like the the people to follow and i saw you followed a couple other people that i was following and i just hit it and i liked a couple of your stories and then you sent me a message and you're like i I've, I've got some paranormal experiences and i was like all right tell me about them but wait don't tell me yeah about
0: them. <laughs> yeah you're like don't yeah you're like don't 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 spoil everything because i want to hear like and be generally surprised right Mm-hmm. Like, don't worry, don't worry. I got some shit, you know.
2: Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah.
0: And then I got on, and I was just like, you know, what dude, I think I'm gonna start my own. And then Nico was like, yeah, go, go, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, here we go.
2: hmm
0: Well, uh, three months later, uh, twenty-two episodes in, you know. Yeah. And that's it's like,
2: awesome.
0: I'm telling people at work, it's like, dude, I got my podcast now, and they're all like happy. They're like, dude how's your podcast going? It's fucking awesome, man. I've got like three guests a week. It's not stopping. It's like a snowball effect and like and this one guy's like, dude, I should start my own. I'm like, do it, man. Yeah. (laughs) He's in cars and shit, right? I'm like, dude, fucking do a car podcast. Like, if you're so passionate about it, do Mm -hmm. something like that, right? And whatever, right? Yeah. But for me, I feel like our community is a little little bit more special because we're we're, we're not necessarily preaching spirituality, but we're perpetuating spirituality.
1: Well, mm-hmm. that, I find that's very important. The cool thing I've noticed, too, is like everyone in our, like in the truther community is like, and there's obviously some veterans and stuff, but like a lot of the people I talk to are just kind of getting into it. So it's like we're all kind of holding hands together, like figuring yeah. it out. You know, it's wild, man. And like, I got like a few people reach out to me
0: recently. <clears throat> and uh, it's, it's like, dude, can you help me? I'm like, dude, I'm here to help, man. Like whatever you need, just hit me up any fucking time. Don't worry about it. You know? Exactly. That's and it's, like. it's just great. It's a beautiful thing. Like we're, it's not a competition with us. You know what I mean? And that's, I think that's what separates us from other podcasters who do uh, shows about other stuff like either like movies or video games or whatever you know
2: yeah. we're all here
0: to just help each other
2: that's really cool i, I was actually gonna start a podcast a couple of months ago remember that nico i told you about that mm-hmm. pep i haven't had pep talks it was gonna be called but not about because uh, i'm not truth or anything like that i just it's, i always say to Nico. it's like i i just know what i know <laughs> you know it's
0: like same um, with me
2: yeah it's like i just know what i know man you know um but yeah so it's my podcast will be or eventually will be about like alternative lifestyle as far as like careers go and stuff like that mostly because of where my <laughs> career has taken me here we, think, <laughs> yeah. here we go here we go but it always, it always amazes me what people do that are kind of like off the cuff. And I love that. You know, I love to hear stories about like musicians and models, artists, like give me something different. I want to know how you've become successful or why you do why you love what you do. That's what makes me excited. So, you know, that's kind of what my podcast would be about. Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, for me, like, <clears throat> I've always been the type of person that loves meeting new people, you know? Mm-hmm. So this gives definitely gives me the opportunity to, like, just converse and uh, have conversations go so freely without any kind of judgment or anything like that. And just, like, meet new people and get to know them and have them on my show and listen to their stories without any kind of judgment, but just accepting their own experiences right like yes because i could like the experience i told you about tonight about my astral projection it's like i can't just tell anybody that without them going dude you're fucked you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so (laughs) i accept other people's stories too not of course i'm going to be a little bit skeptical my my skeptical side of my brain is going to be like ah maybe you know but for the most part I'm just like yeah dude tell me more you know I want to know. Yeah. You know because there's people out there that are too afraid of telling their stories but I can make them feel comfortable with that. And I think Nico you do a good job with that too. So oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah dude.
2: Definitely. Yeah, you guys both do for sure. Um, but yeah like I, I was even saying before we came on today I was talking to Nico earlier I was like should I talk about like what I do? And he was like, yes, because I was so I've listened to like a few podcasts that are either spiritually driven or either either even truth or driven. And there's sort of like this stigma against what I, you know, kind of like my genre of work. And I kind of want to end that stigma because it doesn't, it has such a bad stigma to it. It can, because there can and, be some terrible things to it, but just like anything else.
0: Oh, you know? for sure,
2: yeah. yeah. So, so
0: that so- as a segment, <laughs> let us get into what it is that you do. Uh, that is pretty goddamn lucrative.
2: Yeah. Well, I have to tell you, I never expected to do anything like this. First of all. Um, And my Instagram kind of opened this door. So I um, started my Instagram during the quarantine um, in, I think it was April of 2020, um, for fun. And it was mostly food related and food based. And because I love to cook and um, love to bake. And, you know, I grew up like in a big Italian family where we cooked. And I mean, it was just food was food's my life, right? So like, it was mostly about that. And then I, I started get oh got it. Can you hear me? <laughs> okay. I was the oh,
0: people, old people were probably saying, "Oh my god, you're beautiful."
2: Oh, thank you. Um I I was so naive. I did not realize there was like a redhead thing. <laughs> Truly. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> stupid like but I I'm not kidding you I was so naive to it and I Instagram seems so like huge to me like who am I I'm just this like girl from upstate New York like no one's gonna care like I'm just doing this little thing and then I randomly started like using some redhead hashtags and then all of a sudden I got into like this I don't even know what you want to call it vortex of like uh redheaded like fetish stuff and I was like this is so weird like people are like into redhead and freckles that's like something that people made fun of during you know when I was younger like I would do anything to have brown hair you know it was just like that is the last thing I wanted to stick out um and now here I am like you know embracing this whole thing about myself and it was really empowering and really cool um so because you have to understand, I'm like <laughs> Italian and Brazilian, and I do not look like anyone in my family. I'm tall, pale, freckled, and redheaded. Okay. I do have brown eyes, but like I stick out like a sore thumb, you know, and uh, I wanted to blend in and I never did. <laughs> so um, that was always something that really bothered me. But um but now that I'm I've gotten older, I'm like that's actually pretty cool, and now I want to kind of like embrace this, you know?
0: Yeah, it's part of part of uh, self discovery. Yeah. and loving loving your own self, right?
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Instead no- of just
0: wanting to be part of the herd.
2: Right, right, and I did. I was like, you know, it, it sucked that like to to be different like that. But then at the same time, like yoga really got me like over that stuff and in totally into like the self esteem and like embracing all that stuff. Um. So anyway, the Instagram thing, yeah, that started happening, and then I got into this redhead thing, and then before I knew it, it was like almost a year ago actually. Yeah. I was like a year ago, I reached 10,000 followers and then it just like skyrocketed from there. I mean, it's not, I don't have like a ton of followers. It's like almost 80K right now, but that's besides the point. It kind of like, it was very empowering to me to do this. Um, I've met a lot of cool people doing this. Um, a lot of people from different walks of life. Like it's not just about, you know, Oh, getting the follows. Like they just came. Um, but For me, it was more like all these people that I've met and these really interesting um, people. So anyway, I started, (laughs) a friend suggested that I try OnlyFans and I started doing that. And I have to say, it has been incredibly liberating and empowering. And um, I absolutely love what I do. Because it's not, it's got such a bad, like I said before, stigma on it. Like, people just think, oh, this is just an adult porn site. You know? Like, it's dirty. Right. Like, you know, I want to start one.
1: <laughs> Seriously.
0: like <Yeah, the laughs> s- Sexy te- teacher slash OnlyFans slash sexy teacher.
2: <laughs> yeah. I-,
1: I just meant because they don't, like, censor the truth on some stuff. But I can do that route, too, if it starts going down. <laughs> I guess.
2: Whatever works, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. It- but, um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. No, I think, it's okay.
0: I, I, think, uh, I think Sam Tripoli actually touched on that uh, one time, where mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, we should like all get together and and make like a huge OnlyFans thing and just go from there, because you're gonna your everything anyway. So might as well yeah. talk about the Jews."
2: <laughs> it's it's such a good venue because you can it's so user-friendly so honestly if you want want to do something like that you know it's, it's a great place to do that um <clears throat> but yeah anyway it's it's very empowering for me it's very like I feel like a goddess like doing this stuff you know um and it's not anything like you would think I, you know, it's not like I make porn or anything like that. It's, it's uh, very different. So, but I went to school for art and it's just sort of like an extension of my creativity. And I've never felt more fulfilled in creating art than I do with like my own body at, right now. And it's, it's, it's amazing. Really. It feels, it feels really good.
1: looks good too. Well, I thank you. (laughs) Yeah, Princess Leia.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I have fun, you know what can I say? It's funny. I I,
0: I messaged Nico, I'm like, yo, Pepper is Leia. He's like, I know.
2: Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Well, I mean, and that's the other thing. It's like you can't take life so freaking seriously. You know how many people are so annoying? Like, oh, my God, I can't believe you do this. And oh, my God, like, look at what you're wearing. It's like, you know what? This is my life and I love it. And this is what makes me feel good. And I'm having fun. Go be miserable little Karens in your yeah. own little world and leave mine alone.
0: Go and eat pick, you right. and choke on it while you're at it.
2: Like Exactly. On, and like I say, if you don't like what you see, keep scrolling. You know, it's like, Don't look at me then. It's like, that's what I don't understand about these people. It, it, it's insane. It's, it's actually... Like, you can just illness.
0: like... You can hear them fucking uh, sneering at you.
2: You can hear them, you can feel them, and you can sometimes see them. Because they don't know you can see them, but you can see them. Um, but it is. It's like a mental... They have, like, a mental illness. It's so weird. It's, like-
0: it's uh, definitely a brainwashing thing. I mean, like... <clears throat> oh, I, I'm even guilty of it myself. Like, I look at the Island Boys, and I'm like, these guys are... Re-. Like, one side of me... You know the Island Boys, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one side of me says these guys are fucking retarded, right? But then I I kind of like shake my head a bit. And I'm like, you know what? Good for them,
2: you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there are like some things out there that are, you can be like, what the hell is this Yeah. You know what I mean? Like
0: the but, Island Boys,
2: <laughs> right? Kind of like that. <laughs> but um, if if you're finding somebody that truly is like happy like if you go to my instagram page it's all about positivity it really is like you're never gonna like see me like post anything negative like i just want to make people feel good you know yeah and that's what it's all about you know like if you want you know a lot of people like they struggle and they want to go on instagram and they want to f- they want to forget about their worries you know so it's like i don't know i give you something to look at that might make you happy And And I think
0: I think um, the fact that you have a positive mindset while doing this affects other people as well. Like if you were like down and out and you're like a hooker or whatever and, you know, you're just in it for the money or whatever, then that would probably put you in a actually probably make you more famous and rich. (laughs) <laughs> you know because a lot of there's a lot of negativity out there and people cling on to that right but yeah like I told you I th- I think I told you before like your photos are they're classy like they're not like slutty and shit like that you know what I mean yeah so yeah. like the fact that you're just doing this just to enrich your own life uh I I don't I wouldn't judge you for that you know what I mean
2: yeah, thank you. It's um, yeah, it's it's crazy, and it's. I know it might sound like uh, some people might be listening to this and being like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, but it is the truth. Like, it's so empowering as a woman. I always say, like, <clears throat> I posted this meme one time. It was like about self love, and it's like, take the booty pics, women. Feel good about yourself. Like, take those pictures. Keep them for yourself. But still, it's like. You know, you've got to learn to love yourself and what better way to do it, you know, than express yourself with your own body like everyone can do it, you know, and it just makes you feel really good. But again, it is a very it's a huge artistic expression for me. I use a lot of the music that I love and, it, it, you know, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So but thank you for being so sweet and uh, non-judgmental. you know, about that sort of thing. It really means a lot.
0: Well, you're kind of make, making me uh, think that maybe there's a, a a fetish class for people who are tubby and uh, bearded, you know?
2: <laughs> maybe yeah. I can do some
0: OnlyFans. Fuck. I got Hell a keg. Yeah. I'm not bringing a six-pack. I'm bringing a keg,
2: bitch. If you got a dad bod, <laughs> believe me, you're going to go places. Let me tell you.
0: <laughs> Nico, maybe this is our next thing, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Dad bods and beards, oh
0: yeah! Oh, yeah! I got I got a shaved head and a Viking beard. That's what I got going on. There.
2: Hot, I say, go for it! <laughs> so funny, yeah.
0: no, but th- this is my thing right now. Like just uh, awesome, open conversations with awesome people.
1: You know?
2: Yeah, that's great. This is so much fun.
1: Yeah, I just.
2: How do you feel about it,
1: Nico? (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, I think anyone – first of all, I hate people that are judgmental because I was judgmental of a lot of people for a little while in my life. And now I just – my whole thing is live and let live. Like you said, Pepper, if someone is, like, offended by what they're looking at, then why are they looking at it? You know what I mean? Like, just don't look. Scroll up or swipe left. Scroll up. Change the channel. Do something. Just get over yourself. Right. Who gives but- a shit what other people are doing? But I know you've told me like, you know, some like family members and stuff got like pissy with you. And yeah, it's just it's amazing to me. Yeah. Like nobody like for me, too. It's like family is like none of my family listens to my podcast at all. You know, I'm the Sam. black sheep. <laughs> and It's like just they're your they're your biggest haters, some family members. And it's just amazing to me the people that are closest to you are going to hate on you. It's like... Exactly. Like, what, dude? Like,
0: honestly, I don't understand that because I always support... (laughs) If somebody's, like, trying to get out of the Matrix, I'm going to fucking support them. Like, I have a Mm -hmm. friend, uh, uh, shout out to Thomas Jones, but he started doing stand-up, and he was, like, giving me... He was telling me the jokes that he was uh, working on. I'm like, yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Like, fucking awesome. And now... I see him every week doing a stand-up show in Toronto and I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, you know?
2: Oh, that's so cool.
0: Go for it, man. Go for it. And he's always always coming up to me and saying, dude, listen to this joke I'm working on, right? And I'm like, dude, that's hilarious. He's like, yeah, you think so? I'm like, hell yeah, man.
2: It's so impactful. You can make such a difference in someone's life by just being a little encouraging. Exactly. Almost zero people will do that for you. Mm -hmm. Isn't that terrible? Like, and it's like you, I had to find to do just to do that myself. So it's like, I had to be my biggest supporter, you know, but God, like, all, all it takes is just someone to be like that's so cool what you're doing is awesome i totally support you that means the world to somebody and if you can just say that to somebody oh my gosh you know it takes so much more energy to be hateful and that's what i don't get like but they love that these people love it and that's what they that makes them like they don't know any other feeling because when i feel any sort of way that's negative i feel sick like I feel gross about myself. I don't like the way I feel. I'm like, I gotta get, I gotta shake this off, you know? Yeah. Uh, But they dwell in that. It's like this bottom feeder mentality and they just, they're out there.
0: Because they don't know anything except for being locked into the fucking system. Yeah. You know? And it's sad. I mean, like, I grew up, like, listening to, like, rock bands and metal bands and just looking at them and from a, from a distance and being like, I would love to do that. And for the, uh, I, I can play guitar, I can sing, but I don't, that's not necessarily what I want to do. Like I, I did at one point, but I, I don't think it's me now, you know, me now is what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. Um, and I could just take everything that I know and learned throughout my life and just apply it to what I'm doing now. Uh, and I had, uh, one guy say to me, he's like, how do you get so many guests? Like you've only been doing this for three months. And like, how do you get so many guests like three a week? I'm like, yeah, I do. Cause like they're coming to me and I'm going to them, you know? Mm-hmm. So Asking I just, you shall receive exactly. And it's a beautiful thing. And I'm, i am just completely, I, I feel, I told somebody the other day, I feel, way more productive doing this than what I do at my day job.
2: Mm-hmm, of course. You know?
0: And, and it, when, when you fulfilling. find... It is. And when you find that, that's what you gotta fuck... That's the path that you're on. That's the, fa- the path that you gotta follow, you know? Yep.
2: Exactly. When exactly. when what you
0: enjoy doing... Like, I'm not making any money. I I, I got two supporters. Thank you for my Patreon supporters. But got two so far, (laughs) but uh, you know, if if this could make me money and, you know, just pursuing what I love doing, which is this, then you're free.
1: You're free from
0: the matrix, right?
2: Yes, exactly.
1: Exactly. And that's what people got to realize too. Like you're never going to, you're not going to break out of the, I mean, unless you hit the lottery or you you just have some lucky thing, you're not going to break out of the matrix. The trick is be a part of it but don't be in it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. learn how to just do what's necessary to survive and then have your own spiritual life outside of it. You know, that's the whole-
0: exactly. I, thought, I don't know if it was Paul or Jesus that said uh, you are of the world, but you're, you're in the world, but you're not of it.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's like, just live outside the system. Realize that there is something more to this reality than just going to your job and dying. Like, it's just sick to me. Like people will say like you retire, let's say like 65, it's probably like 70. Now you retire. And what do you get? 10 years to enjoy it when your body's broken. Yeah. If you're lucky and it's like, that's not spiritually fulfilling. Find a hobby, find something to do. You don't have to start a podcast, but just do something that makes you happy. Take an hour a day. Maybe that's even too much. Take 10 minutes a day to start with. And then, just build something that is fulfilling to you spiritually because so many people are miserable. And I know so many people that if they just tried something different, th- it would change their life. You know, mm-hmm. whether that's 10 minutes <laughs> meditation or like my new hobby, which is rock tumbling. Like who would have thought that <laughs> Like, it's just like, find something that's fun to do.
0: Uh, can you explain rock tumbling? Cause I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that is. <laughs>
1: I've talked about like how I got into crystals and stuff. And so I bought a rock tumbler (laughs) and I go out and I find, sometimes I buy them in bulk. I'll buy like raw crystals. I'll find rocks and different types of quartz and stuff. Oh, you're so
0: on the same wavelength as Mad Hatter.
1: Yeah, man. (laughs) That's another synchronicity, man. Just meeting him. That was like a random ass story too. I was just like cooking soup one day. And I was scrolling through Instagram and he was live. And I was like, something told me, I was like, talk to that guy, reach out to him. And then it just took off from there. But yeah, I just, you put the raw rocks in the tumbler. You let them sit there for like weeks on end. You do different types of grits and whatnot. And then they come out as like polished gemstones and it's pretty cool.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's cool.
1: Yeah. It's lame. I know. But like, it's fun for me.
2: (laughs) No, it's cool. No, dude, whatever,
1: dude. Like, you, you got your podcast going on. You got that, too. Oh, yeah. And it's like... Yeah. Whatever
0: makes and you it's... feel good. And, like, <clears throat> whatever gives you, like, a purpose, like, in life, you know? Because I think a lot of people are just walking around like zombies. uh, Not oh, they are. any kind of sense of purpose in life. And it's like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: come on, man. You got to find something, you know? Right. Like, my hobby, aside from this now is has always been actually uh like video games and shit but now that i'm getting older it's like i still play video games but now that i s- started doing this i'm like okay this makes me feel a little bit more productive than just sitting exactly. out like video games all day you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: and don't get me wrong like i met a lot of fucking cool people playing online games you know and like i have friends now and they're like in the U S especially. And they're like, you getting on tonight? I'm like, dude, I got a podcast. And I'm like, okay, cool. Now they're asking mm-hmm. me, Oh, are you doing a podcast tonight? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, we'll get your ass on here when you're done. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool. But yeah, yeah like you just got to find that thing that, 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 um, you know, it makes you feel like you're doing something greater than, what you're actually doing during your bullshit uh, day job, you know, and
1: during your just, matrix uh,
0: job, exactly. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, even this makes me doing this makes me feel more positive at my day job.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I'm gonna That's go great. home. I'm I, I go home and I'm gonna do a podcast. You know, it's it's it makes me feel like. Okay, I'm I'm working for the man right now and he's the man is the slut, but I'm gonna go work for myself right now, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, it's just overall positive too, what you talk about and you get to think about this stuff during the day. You know, it's just it, it just enlightens your mind more than and it gives you something to look forward to,
0: it's, right? It's very uplifting and liberating. Yeah. That's that's yeah.
2: what I say, yeah. Yeah, that's great. And I think um you guys have a point. It's like you need to find something i think that's why there's so many miserable people out there trying to ruin other people's life because they don't have anything it's like try yeah. to figure out what you love you know it's like they they dwell in the negative uh, spaces and they they think that their joy is to make other people unhappy or like ruin their life because you know they're jealous or whatever it's like dude there's so much more to life like life is so short what are you doing you know
1: you know what i think it is though i think like from experiences i've had and stuff like that it's when people are negative towards you it's not because they like sometimes they're jealous or whatever but it's because they see you happy and they don't have that so it's they don't understand what am i trying to say here they're they don't like your freedom, they don't like that you found a way to find joy in this existence. They're not right. so much jealous of like what you're doing, no, but they're jealous of the concept of doing something other than what they're doing because
0: they're right. separate. Se- separate from the uh, tell lie vision,
2: mm-hmm. yes, or yes.
0: whatever it is, you know, like,
2: but that's their only feeling. So, so a person like you're talking about. <clears throat> That's the feeling that they have. The only way I could explain it was jealousy, right? It's like the, the, mm-hmm. that ugh, gross feeling. And they feeling. think they're being
1: righteous too, you know? They think, yes. oh, by telling you what to do, they're mad that you're taking, that you have a freedom that they think they don't have. And they could do that too. I think we all kind of know what we're talking about. But like, you know, they're mad that you're choosing not to participate in something and they feel righteous that they need to protect whatever it is that they believe in. And it's just... Dude, that's deep shit, man. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> no, like,
0: sure there's so many things going through my head when you're talk when we're talking about this. That I'm like, oh, I gotta tell them this. I gotta tell them that. <clears throat> but I have a friend. I'm not gonna name any names uh, for the sake of personal reasons and shit like that. But I have a friend who has a friend uh, who thrives on other people's uh, downfalls so much that when she's discussing this to my friend, she's literally like licking her lips and drooling. It's so Mm -hmm. fucking nuts. Like you thrive on negativity so much that you're actually drooling when you're talking
1: about it.
2: Oh my gosh. She sounds like she's (laughs) possessed. It's (laughs) terrifying.
1: It's crazy well, it, is kind of, it is kind of like a possession because it's instead of her just going to find something to make herself happy like get a puppy or something you know what i mean but like just she's gotta just i hate people like that it's so it's crazy to me who has time to do that you know i can barely listen to like all my friends podcasts how <laughs> do people have time to i do isn't that funny now, Nico? Like,
0: back when we first started, we were, like, listening to each other's episodes, and now it's like, fuck, I'm trying to catch up, bro. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we still have other supporters out there, like, God bless them, you know, Matt, uh, Amit, uh, mm-hmm. and whatever, dude. Like, they they know, because they're, they're more like Janet. She's a vet, right? So, mm-hmm. like... <laughs> I don't know. It's just crazy to me how like they they already knew. Like, dude, you're you're gonna be on your way. Don't worry. You know,
1: here's exactly. a pat on the back. Keep going. Well, I knew you were gonna do it right after our episode. I was like, he's gonna have his own show soon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's so but, cool. But
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so we're striking up these these rich uh, relationships, and it's it's pretty wild. Like I always I will I always say. Uh, every time I do an episode, I feel like I'm I'm at church. It doesn't have to be Sunday. It's three days a week now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, like just keep going, you know. And Pepper, you too, keep going. Like yeah, all the the Karen's and the Naysayers, you know, you got to keep doing what you're doing.
2: Yep. Oh, yeah. I don't let them bother me. Believe me. I, I love what I do too much. And it just makes me happy. And I just, it's just interesting to talk about, you know, because it is. It's like you hope that these people turn around, you know. You hope for them. But sometimes you just feel like they're lost causes. But that's okay. Because we we just keep going, right? So it doesn't matter what they do, really. As that's long it. as we don't let them affect us, you know.
0: Just keep marching on. Yep. Yeah. It's almost like a war. Like like Nico said, it's a spiritual war. Like, <laughs> it is. You got to keep marching on and then shoot other people that are against you. <laughs> yeah. And, but don't blend. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Like if somebody comes up to me and says, oh, your podcast is shit, I'll be like, oh, okay. Well, cool. Yeah, I know a lot of pe- other people <laughs> that that do like it. so.
2: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, man, it's, it's wild. It is. There's always going to be, you know, <laughs> haters out there, but. It
0: doesn't matter what doesn't it is matter. you're doing. It doesn't matter what it is you're doing. Nope. And I've learned that with music too, like playing music or writing music or recording it. Like people, there are some people who are like, dude, that's fucking badass. And then there's people like on the same song that I wrote and recorded, they'll be like, uh, you might want to change this here and here. And I'm like, well, it's already recorded. So if you don't like it, then fuck off.
2: <laughs> and you know what's amazing too? Like you could have 10 people being like, that's so cool. And then that one person being like, that sucked. And that's right. what you think about, right? It's like that one person. That's the that's thing. Like, yeah. yeah it, because as human beings, we tend to be people
0: pleasers, right? Yep. Like Yep. And we want to please everybody, but we just can't do that. Right. <laughs> it's impossible.
2: So I'm a people pleaser, and like I, like I said, if I, I will give constructive criticism, but I will never be like you fucking suck. Like i would <laughs> never do it, right? So like I'm all about. Except I wanna the wanna island point, right? <laughs> I want to give you something like positive to go on, and if my constructive criticism always has a positive ending to it, right? So then it's like, but. I just can't, like, fathom, like, people just, like, commenting or telling you, like, like, how much you suck all the time or how much they hate you. It's, like, really? Like, how do you you have, like, that in you to do it? Because I don't have that in my heart to do that. Right. Yeah, for sure. I just can't do that. I'm just not – I don't know. I'm not built like that to be that kind of a person, so – it's and crazy. Pepper,
1: didn't you tell me like some of your biggest critics are all other women too? It's like Oh
2: yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like uh, yeah, they are. It's and it, it is very at first it was very discouraging to get like um you know, it's so funny like <laughs> I love reading and a lot of times in the beginning like I would pose with like my favorite book or whatever and I would tag some like bookworm like hashtags or book and I've gotten so many women in the beginning that were like, this has nothing to do with literature. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, your boobs out and holding a novel have nothing to do with that book. And it's like, I have a little cleavage <clears throat> and I'm holding my favorite book. Like, get over yourself, Sally. You know, like, it's okay. Yeah. Like,
0: And then you got the guys going, nice tits, what book are you reading? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Exactly. So it's just it's just weird. I don't know. But yeah. But then there's like nothing in like – I mean there has been pictures where I don't have cleavage or whatever. It's just like no- a normal regular picture. I'm like in a sweater dress and people are like, this is sick. Like I remember like I was <laughs> – I was, like, on this, like, fall photo shoot last year. And uh, I had, like, a green turtleneck sweater dress on, a hat. And I was talking about a novel that was written in our area. And uh, it was my grandfather's book. um, And I was, like, really excited. And I just – I was talking about this book. And someone – some woman wrote underneath, this is sick. And I was like, what? Nico, remember me telling you about that?
1: I do. (laughs) What? I think you should mention, too, that you take all your own photographs because I think that's pretty badass. Yes. Yeah, dude. I was going to ask you if you had a photographer, but like,
0: no, uh, time, time snaps, right?
2: I do it all myself. Uh, I have a little clicker that connects to like the USB on my phone. Everything's done on my phone. And yeah, I just take my tripod, my phone tripod with me and a clicker and that's it. I just do my own photos. It's, it's really fun. It's really creative for me. You yeah, know? it's creative. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, awesome. No, no one takes my photos at all. That's me all the way. So, but and, yeah. And if just... you
1: ever need a photographer, though, just just let me know. I has going to say. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nico, you're closer.
2: <laughs> oh, how, so far, how far are you guys? Uh... Oh, that's hysterical. Literally next door.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're neighbors.
0: That's Are how you fucking... No way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Holy yeah. shit. Well, uh, Nico, I'm going to come visit you. And then, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'll mm-hmm. leave my Actually,
2: open. No, I'm, I'm probably
0: not that far from you guys in Toronto, right? Like, maybe like a three-hour, four-hour drive, probably. Uh,
1: no, we're, we're a little more downstate so it's about a five five and a half uh, okay okay yeah but I'm not going to say exactly where I can tell you afterwards but mm-hmm. you know
0: it's uh... no actually I was thinking about it today before the show I was like fuck I'd love to go down and visit Nico you know Man, <laughs>
2: well, are you allowed
0: out that... of your country right now what's going
2: on <laughs> yeah what's, what's that's up with the, that
0: that's what I thought too I don't know the specifics of that shit but uh, I hope this shit. I don't know, man. We're 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 totally going full blown fucking new world order now. You know,
1: yeah, it's it's not going to last forever, though. It's people are waking. up. I hope up.
0: not. Yeah, people are waking up. It's always a push and pull, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. The,
0: the the black and the white, the yin and the yang, the good yep. versus evil. There's always a push and a pull, and then when the 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 good people wake up and they start seeing all the shit that's going on, there's a bigger push towards the evil and the evil pushes back. They're like, fuck, we got to try something new. They're onto us, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yeah, dude. I think that's a, maybe a good little send-off. What do you guys think? You want to wrap this up or
1: what? I think we should talk about the Tartarians a little bit.
2: Oh, Jesus, no.
1: Oh, shit.
2: <laughs> no. I don't
1: know shit about that shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm signing off bye-bye no i just said <laughs> that he always area, teases me about this
1: because the area we live in is just rich with mud flood uh buildings oh no way world, old world stuff yeah i'll send you some stuff uh afterwards dave it's pretty wild oh, shit but, like, okay yeah it's so yeah i just like to mess with pepper i'm like did you see that tartarian building there <laughs> oh that's <laughs> cool right like just leave me alone <laughs>
2: Leave me alone. <laughs> have, We're you gonna do... pep, pep,
1: have you invited Pepper over for dinner yet?
2: We always uh, have we always like literally have dinner together.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. It's like that, eh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nico
1: We've
2: known and I've our... really
1: for a very long
2: time. Nico used to take Dude. my yoga class. <laughs> oh shit, okay. And that was really interesting. Cool. Cool. But yeah, yeah, that was mm-hmm. interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm really good at yoga.
2: <laughs> he was the grumpiest. Okay. Can no. you,
1: wait, 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 wait. I gotta ask this. Can you suck your own dick like Joe Rogan yet? <laughs> A magician never tells his secret.
2: It's if an illusion.
0: <laughs> it's just an illusion. It's
2: oh an my illusion. God. No, Nico was like, it's, he's just such like a different person now. He, was, he was, it was like, he was forced. No one forced him to take yoga. It was like he was forced to be there. And then like grumpy face. I mean, I couldn't even like look at him because I would just die laughing. Like if I was teaching a class, <laughs> he was just the crabbiest looking <clears throat> motherfucker in the class. Um, and then he would question everything. Are you surprised? He would literally question at why are we doing this? What is this? Why? Why? Why do I need am that? Am
0: I am am I going to have a kundalini awakening and become a demon?
2: Right. Why? <laughs> Everything is why. It's like here here use this strap. It might help you and why? I'm like fuck, just use the fucking strap, nigga. <laughs> <It's like,
0: sighs> like,
2: You're ruining the vibe, nigga. <laughs>
0: Stop being a fucking sissy. Let's go.
2: <laughs> no, but it was really fun. But he's, yeah. But the most, fle- one of the most flexible men I've ever met in my entire life. So it's he can weird. suck his own deck, then. That, I don't
1: know. <laughs> like I said before, you know, a magician never tells a secret. Oh I'm not going to say I haven't tried, but, you know.
0: <laughs> Who hasn't?
1: Right. <laughs> Not there yet. Not there yet.
0: Oh my god, this is going off the fucking rails, it's I swear.
1: Rails.
2: Yeah, oh, dude, yeah. I love it. Love it. Yeah. All right, yeah.
0: That brings the comedy into my, uh, my, my shtick, right? So, that's great, guys. Fuck. I, I, this has been <laughs> awesome. I love you guys. Uh, let's wrap it up. So, uh, Pepper, tell the audience where you can be found.
2: You can find me on Instagram at peppers, a peach. So I'm going to spell it. Nico always mocks me when I do this, but it's pepper. <laughs> it's peppers. P E P P E R S. With no
0: apostrophe,
2: no apostrophe. Peppers, a peach. So it's peppers, underscore a, underscore peach. And uh, my name is pepper Rose. And you can find me on Instagram.
0: Is that actually your real name yes wow okay
1: hot nico <laughs> let's go <laughs> um where was i again oh yeah <laughs> what am I- uh what do i do again my name is nico <laughs> no my show is upstate unconventional it's on all the major platforms uh talk about paranormal stuff And that's And I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm back. No, um, show's upstate unconventional. It's on all the major platforms. And you can find me on Instagram at upstate underscore unconventional. So yeah, thank you, Dave, for having us on. This was a lot of yeah, fun. Thank
2: you. Thank you so much.
1: Honor and a pleasure for both of you
0: guys. Uh so awesome. Uh you guys have a wonderful night and thank you guys so much for coming on.
2: Thanks, Dave.
1: You too, man. Thank you.
0: Peace out, guys. Later
2: bye
0: Thank you guys so much again for tuning in to the Red pill cartel um, I hope you enjoyed the episode I had a blast I uh, hope you did too uh, we had a lot of fun so you know shoot a shoot a message over to uh, pepper rose uh, peppers of peach on Instagram and as well as my good friend Nico at uh, Upstate unconventional. You know, all the links are in the show notes, so don't worry about that. Uh, you can figure out where to go. But uh, yeah, if you wanna, if you really like the show, you can support uh, Nigel the Goat uh, on Patreon.com forward slash Red Pill Cartel Podcast and uh, help Nigel the Goat break free from the matrix because he's stuck there. So you know, you gotta you gotta do what you can to get him out of there, right? So. I hope you guys are riding that wave, uh, and uh, let me know your thoughts, feedback on the show. Uh, hit me up at my shadow band account, Davey, at DaveyWavy2112 2112 or twenty one twelve at uh, on Instagram, and also at Red Pill Cartel Podcast on Instagram, and let's discuss. Uh, I would i really i really would enjoy your feedback from each and every one of you because you were all beautiful supporters and i love that you are still supporting me and you're still listening and i just thank you so much guys and you know try to find something to do other than uh what uh, the matrix is uh holding you captive into so yeah thanks guys so much and uh enjoy your night or day
2: or whatever it is you gotta do and thank you so much bye